On this week's episode, we take you for a day in the life. We tell you all about the things that we do in our little daily routines and things we do just regularly in our lives. So stick around. Hi, and welcome to Rare with Flair. The podcast where two best friends with the same rare disease are living our best lives. I'm your host, Casey. And I'm your host, Cassandra. Hello, all you people who listen to our show. I hey, first... all you people. Hey, hey all, all you people, people, won't you listen to me? That's a Spongebob me? reference. We're so sorry. <laughs> we're, we're, we're still reeling from our last episode about cartoons, apparently. And it's been longer than normal, and we will say why, because... Um, we have been traveling, and we t- yes. ended up taking an unplanned break. <laughs> yes, we would have told you about it had it been planned, so, you know, that's why. But yeah, some traveling, some tech stuff. Uh, we had, like, a tech issue, and then we weren't able to get back together to record again because travel. So now we're recording again, so sorry for the little unplanned break, but we're happy to be back, as always. Thank you for being patient. Yes, and thank um, like we hope you're enjoying your June so far. Um, where were you, Case, since we have been MIA? <laughs> I know. So I went to the beach with my family. Um, we go to Orange Beach in Alabama, and it was so much fun. Um, we got to do a bunch of cool stuff. I was with like my whole family, so my nephews were there, and it was really fun mm. to bond with them. I mean, I do live near them, but... The day-to-day rat race of life, I don't always get to see them super often. And just, like, getting to basically live with them in, like, the condo and and get to really bond was a lot of fun. And what about you? Where have you been? What have you been up to? That's so cute, girl. Oh, my gosh. Um, So, when did did our last episode even come out? I'm trying to remember. Um, Well, when this episode airs, it'll be about a month ago. Okay. Yeah. Four weeks. About four weeks. Yeah, wow. It's been a wild four weeks for me. Um, I <laughs> went to the uh, American Thoracic Society conference. I don't think I mentioned that in our previous app. Maybe, maybe not. I don't think so. Um, as part of uh, the HPS network, uh, it was really great and we got so much accomplished. Um, it was like mad busy, but um, we made a little booth. And we talked about HPS and our, like, predisposition for lung disease. (laughs) Um, And I think it was, like, a really cool and important thing. But, like, not even a week after that, um, I finally got to take, like, a a vacation. um, Because I've traveled a bit, but it hasn't... A lot of it's been either for conferences or... Even when I went to Seattle at the end of April, like, I was still working, so it wasn't, like, officially a vacation. But I did Mm -hmm. take vacation. It was my, like, one international trip that I try to take every year with my parents. Um, And we went to Spain and Portugal, and it was amazing. It was so much Uh. fun. We were there for, like, two weeks. Um, We traveled to a lot of different cities, like, throughout Spain. Ate, like, amazing food and met some really nice people. So it was was so fun. I'm still, like, trying to catch up on my life and also laundry, but but it was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) 
it sounded like an amazing experience and I um, got to see some pics and stuff and it looked awesome. So very happy that you had a great time in Spain and that now you're back in your I place. I know. Well, and I missed my, my girl too. Like I know. not only my dog, my girl, but also because I don't take Romana with me when I travel um, internationally just because it's kind of a lot and we go at a pretty fast pace. So it would be tough for her besides yeah. their different like restrictions for service dogs um, in different countries. Um. But I missed my girl Case because we were uh, so yeah. busy that I barely got to, like, I, I didn't get to hardly text even her at all. And we usually communicate with voice memos. So we've been catching up today. And yes. we get to re-record now, which is even better. I know. And we get to start our next cartoon watch adventure yes. for anyone who may care. We know I, you all care. I think everyone cares. A lot. They should. <laughs> I think a lot. I I really think they're very they're invested. They're very invested. <laughs> um, but after doing a lot of the, you know, it is a good segue after talking about yeah. all the traveling we've been doing to kind of talk about our regular, quote unquote, regular daily life. Because yes. um, that's what this episode is about. I think you guys know a lot about our, our rare disease. You know a lot about our health. But we... Um, don't often kind of just show you into what our regular day-to-day is. And you might wonder how it differs from someone without a disability, or you might you might be surprised how normal it really is in a lot of ways, um, the way yeah. we function, you know? And I think, like, I mean, we partially intentionally don't share, like, too much about our lives just to maintain that, like, level of... I don't know, separation or privacy. But also, Mm -hmm. it's nice to remember that, like, the people that you listen to online, like, are people. Not that that I'm sure that our listeners have that problem. But even, like, watching a YouTuber you really love or something, you forget that they, like, do regular stuff. And so um, I think this could be a fun way just to feel like you even get to know us a little bit better. And... Yeah. I mean... I don't know. We might have some stuff in common. Uh, and I think it's going to be also personally helpful for me to remember what I do in my life because I feel like <laughs> I haven't been home in like a month. <laughs> yeah. This is your... Actually, we're doing this for you. This um, is just your for reminder. me. <laughs> it's your reminder how to live your regular life. <laughs> Thank you. I forgot. Um, so yeah, we'll kind of talk about like what we do on a daily basis, uh, things we might do on a weekly basis and a monthly basis, the regular things we kind of do throughout our day. Um, so how does your morning start, Case? Oh, how does my morning start? Great question. I am a woman of routine. Okay? Love it. I'm a creature of habit. I like routine. I like that. Um, You know, you don't always have to stick with a routine and some days change. But I like typically doing the same thing um, most days or at at least my morning and night. I at least like capping my days off a similar way. You know, the middle of the day, it's going to change. But anyway, all of that being said, um, so I wake up. And the first thing I do, I hate to be, I don't want to be like that girl, but it's, it really is what I do. Uh, I exercise when I wake up. Um, I and I find it. if I don't do it right when I wake up, I'm probably not going to do it. And mainly that's because <laughs> this is actually a pretty funny health related reason that I work out in the morning. 
There are two states that my body is in throughout the rest of the day. Either I've just eaten and you can't really work out after you've just eaten or it's like, you know, it's going to make you kind of feel sick. Um, Or I haven't eaten and my blood sugar is dropping and I also can't work out when I haven't eaten (laughs) or my blood sugar will get too low and I'll feel like I'm going to pass out. So the only time I really can ride my bike, which is what I do, I have a stationary bike. I ride that in the morning. Um, After that, you know, take my dog out to potty. I always get my Stanley cup and I pour... Like my water, you know, this is an important part of my morning routine. I know you understand. I'm sorry, I'm like <laughs> the Stanley. I don't get the appeal of the Stanley Cup, um, but Ugh, there's so much appeal. There's so the, much appeal. I don't like straws like that. It's <laughs> so annoying. So it's like in my way. So, but I I feel you. But but I think even if you don't agree with my cup of choice, you agree with the cold water in the I morning. I agree with the cold out water. Out of the Brita filter is mm. really important. So I pour my, I don't drink coffee in the morning, but I drink my cold water. So I get my like Brita filter water. Um, and then typically after that, like I, I start working. I work from home, so I do not have to commute or go anywhere. I have a desk with my um, computer and monitor on there and I get to start working and that's basically my morning um in a nutshell so yeah what about you what is your morning routine wait what time do you usually like wake up around um usually eight okay which i feel like eight is a weird time because for some people they would say oh my gosh that's so late i wake up at like five and then for some people they would say that's early it really just depends i guess but i think for me it still feels a little early because i I, I would sleep until like as long as I could if I could, but I usually have a morning meeting and that's why I get up at eight. But anyway, you know, that's a lot gotcha. of information that people might not care about, but that's no. why I wake up at eight. <laughs> no, I get it. Um, I, I'm a, I'm a night owl person, so I try to like maximize the amount of sleep I can get while also like getting work done. Um, sure. so usually there are, there are a couple different flavors of days that I can have during a week. So I go into the office hybrid where some days I'll go in and sometimes I don't uh, and I work from home. So on days that I work from home, I get up a little bit later around like 9 or 9.30. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, just because I... so. The way that my work goes, I end up having a lot of afternoon meetings as opposed to even morning meetings. Interesting. See, I'm the more I have a lot in the morning, not as yeah. many in the afternoon. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. So usually the morning is like lower key for me. I'm like going through emails, so I can I honestly just kind of like roll over and grab my computer and kind of do that while I'm still kind of waking up in bed. Uh-huh. Um, and then I kind of get up to get breakfast around probably eleven. Um. I I felt, like, shamed about this for a while, but I realized after going to Spain that I think it's just because I'm Spanish and people in Spain eat breakfast until up to noon, and that is my life, and also eat lunch around, like, 2 p.m., and that is also my oh, life. Oh, that's so interesting, because I would never <laughs> shame you for that. Like, I would no, never be no, like, how I know dare you? you wouldn't. But I legit eat, like, lunch around 11.30. <laughs> um, so that's just funny. Um, and as far as breakfast goes, I will eat, like, a small protein bar in the morning, 
and then I'll eat like a bigger meal at around 11:30, which is kind of when you'd be eating your breakfast. So yeah, right. that's interesting. That's yeah. funny. Um, what? So like, what is your normal lunch? Because my normal breakfast, um, I've talked about this before. It, it's it's getting more varied for reasons, mm-hmm. but um, it's it, it's my morning egg. I love my morning egg. I make it in my little baby cast iron skillet. It makes me happy. But I'm trying to, like, not eat an egg every single day because, I don't know, cholesterol. I feel like it's, like, it sounds like I'm old now. Uh, but, <laughs> but, uh, but I'll try to have, like, I don't know, like a toast or yogurt or something. For bre- I lo- I'm a breakfast girl. I love it. And yeah. I will make lunch my breakfast even sometimes. So, yeah. like... It's it is what it is. <laughs> I love eggs too. I actually do eat quite a lot of eggs, whether it be scrambled, hard boiled. I eat eggs in in any capacity. Um, it really depends on what I eat. I don't I don't know. I don't have like a super go to lunch all the time. Uh, today I ate like a smoothie bowl situation nice. with like frozen fruit and granola, and Ooh, I had some peanut butter in yummy. there. It was very good. It was very mm-hmm. good. But you know, change it up. So. Love it. We love it. Um, trying to think. What else do I do in the morning? Um, so, yeah, mornings I work from home are pretty low-key. I take care of my dog also. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, I don't do a whole lot in the morning besides just kind of work and get myself ready. Um, yeah. And then on the days that I do go into the office, um, I... I mean, my job is also super flexible. I can kind of go in whenever I want. I just have to be there at some point. So I usually end up leaving maybe around 10. Um, It's my goal. Um, (laughs) Whether that always happens or not, it's, yeah. But I do end up going um, and I like to, you know, see my coworkers and it's fun. Yeah. Nice. So are you ready to move into like the afternoon? Afternoon? Um, who wants to go first? I mean, Should I just go? Just go. Um, sure, sure, sure. I don't know why we got proper British, but, um, <laughs> so yeah, I, so since I do work from home, I don't have like a typical like schedule. I mean, unless there's like a meeting that I need to be on. So I really kind of work in chunks. I kind of have like my morning chunk and afternoon chunk and kind of a night. I do work nights, uh, sometimes by choice and sometimes not. And, but what I mean by that is. I do have a lot of meetings at night, like Zoom meetings that I have to be on. Um, But sometimes I actually just get work done at night, too, like by choice. Um, It's kind of easy living alone to do that, I I feel like. uh, Yeah, it's kind of nice. You can kind of make it a vibe, put on a candle, you know. But Mm. anyway, I won't skip. I won't skip to nighttime yet. But afternoons are pretty free in the sense that, like, I can get work done or if I need to run an errand or I need to even like see a friend who might be able to hang out or something. I can like right. take some time out of my afternoon. Um, That's really nice. I go to the doctor. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. It is really, that is really nice. So I'll take, I usually take like a few hour break for my lunch and I, and then I'll get back to work in the afternoon at some point. But um, I do usually also read every day. And a lot of times I'll read, in the afternoon. I feel like a lot of people save reading for like at night, but I'll kind of usually like take a little while to read in the afternoon. I usually walk Rupert in the afternoon and 
there are some other afternoon things I'll mention when we get to like our weekly schedule, but on the typical day to day, if I'm not leaving my house, yeah, it's kind of a mix of work and leisure in the afternoon is what I usually do. That's nice. That's nice. And I know like you previously were, and you've said this on the pod, but like maybe a few times, but um, you previously were working on like your braille transcription license. I mean, you're not not working on it now, but it's just like- right not as active because of reasons Uh, so is that is that like the normal time that you would have worked on braille also yeah it depends usually either afternoon or night I would work on braille and I would typically so the reason I'm not working on it right now is I actually turned in my manuscript and so we're gonna see if I pass or not but I'm not currently working on braille but for the past few years I have been working on my my on my certification for that and yeah typically I would I would spend anywhere from 20 minutes to two hours a day on braille usually somewhere in between that usually like an hour I would spend uh doing braille and so that was just anytime I kind of had a window of time honestly I would just squeeze it in it wasn't like oh every day at 2 p.m you know but no I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up because I did that was something I did fit into my day prior to turning in the manuscript so yeah wish me luck everyone that i pass i'll let you know if i do so exciting (laughs) i'm so excited for you like uh, outside of this pod you know casey had been keeping me updated about like where she was in the program and this is like the last step like turning in her manuscript is the last step in order to get the transcription and i it's like a huge deal you've been working on it for like very diligently for three years Yep. It's been yep. and it's not yep. it's not from lack of trying. It's just because it's a lot to do. Yeah. So I'm so proud of Case and I think everyone else should be too. Um, oh, that's very nice. Golly <laughs> jeepers. Gosh. Shucks. Love no, face. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. I appreciate that. Uh, actually the the Braille certification journey is basically as old as this pod. Yeah. Which is also a wow. fun fact. Oh, my Starting goodness. Starting both of them right around the same time. We're getting um, close to the anniversary. Oh, no. We're getting so close. Um, we actually started talking about doing the pod, and my Braille stuff started in June. And we oh, are man. in June currently. I Crazy. can't believe it. It feels like worlds away. <laughs> Take us through your typical afternoon. What is Cass doing on a typical weekday afternoon? A typical weekday afternoon is where I feel like I get most of my work done. Um, okay, just because yeah. since I, I am like slower in the morning and I have more afternoon meetings, I find that um, I'm more productive then just because working in between the meetings kind of helps that. The way that my job works is that I'm kind of a kind of a consultant, even though, you know, like I work for a company, but like... Um, when people have questions about accessibility, I like answer them. And so whenever people have questions, I, you know, get on Zoom with them or something. So it like kind of varies from day to day and and what people need from me. Um, But even when things are a little bit slower, there are still ways that I can keep myself busy in a work sense. And so um, I, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I do besides, like, trying to get some work done. Um, sometimes when I work from home, I mean, like, I don't 
I mean, this is pretty typical. Like, I'll try to get some maybe housework done in the afternoon also. Um, if I have time, you know, like, throw a load of laundry in while I'm, like, on a call that I don't need to, like, be active on or something like that. Um, I Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> oh, and I have, I have my, like, my afternoon coffee around, like, three or four. So I drink oh, a coffee in the morning and then I got my afternoon coffee. <laughs> Yeah, no, that sounds like a good afternoon, like a good time to really like hunker down and get get your work going and get it done. And then, of course, yes, afternoon coffee. We talked about that on our HPS conference episode about ordering the afternoon coffee. It is a Starbies. vital necessity for my vital. life. I, vital. I need it. Otherwise, like I'm half asleep in the evening and that's when I get like a lot of my actual life stuff mm. done. Um, mm. So I need I need that. Speaking of yeah. the evening. That takes us to the evenings. So typically dinner is my biggest meal of the day. Mm. And I do cook probably three times a week-ish. And then I'll eat the leftovers. And what about you? Like, yeah. how often are you cooking? I probably cook two or three times a week also. Um, I So Case and I have about the same level of appetite, which is kind of funny. Um, we don't mm-hmm. actually eat that much. And so... Learning to cook for one, we've talked about this also before, was interesting. But I often half my recipes, like I cut them in half. Um, And Mm -hmm. so typically that gives me like three meals to a dish. Um, Right. And sometimes I eat lunch when I'm at home and sometimes I don't and I just snack around. Um, And so I, I often don't need to cook super, super often. But, um, but yeah, is there any recipe you've got that's like a mainstay you cook fairly often? Oh, I change it up. I mean, I love a pasta. I love mm. a pasta salad. I love tuna a lot. I love like Ooh. ground beef and making different. I do like a this cheeseburger in a bowl like thing oh, that I fun. make. I'll make different salads sometimes, but like hearty salads with like chickpeas and, and meat and nice. like different things in there. Um all kinds of stuff. No, I mean, I don't, I'm not, I'm not often making anything super crazy. I love making like vegetables in the air fryer and broccoli mm. and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, and I don't know if I realized that you had an air fryer. Yes. Wait, how did I not My know that? My dad got it for me last year. How did I? I must it was have on like our. Yes. Well, I go, I, I do like a birthday dinner with my dad. Uh huh. And that's like what he bought me. Oh, that's oh, so I fun. Didn't know. Yes, I didn't know. You didn't know. I love the air fryer. Yes. Oh, that's a um, What about you? Like any any specialties? I'm a chicken girly, so I do a lot with chicken. Um, one of the things I like to make with a level of frequency, and by that I mean maybe like every other month, just because I don't want to get bored of it. Um, I love making these, like, bean burritos. I found a recipe for it, and it's not, like, extremely complicated, but I guess I I just use kind of whatever beans I've got at the moment. I've used probably five different kinds in the past just because of what I've got in the pantry, but you make, like, refried beans, and you, I don't know, you throw them together with some cheese, and you roll them up into a tortilla, 
Um, so you've got like burritos for the week and they freeze nice. really well. Wait, how do you cook them though? Do you like bake them? Or like do um, you just you just roll them up and eat it raw? You like, roll or? them up and then you like pan sear them on oh, each nice. side. So they've got a little so crunch. Good. And then you can that reheat them so in good. like the oven or something or the toast. I have the toaster Girl, oven. So. getting hungry. That bean burritos, so man. I love the bean burritos. But um, I usually do eat an afternoon snack too. Um, like so, you know, afternoon coffee, afternoon snack. Because I'm eating my lunch so early. So right. <laughs> I have no, to have seriously. I mean, minute. you got it. Yeah. yeah. Supplement with something. I like to have yes. a little snack with my afternoon coffee. Um, like yeah. a cookie or something. Yes, um, of course. Depends. Of course. But, but, um, but I do but love yeah, the rest. I love oh, the cooking. Oh, I find it. that I actually feel like I, even though it's probably not true because I need to eat more often, um, I find that I bake more often than I cook. And maybe it's just it feels that way because I find that I'm in the kitchen longer when I bake. Um, mm. But but I, I probably, I mean, it's been a while since I've been home, but even in the in-between uh, from ATS to going to Spain, I had like maybe five days. And the day after I got back, I baked a cake because I <laughs> had to, yeah, I think. You bake a lot. And honestly, I, I and I'm being serious. I'm not being funny. I'm being serious. I'm honestly so impressed by how often you bake and the intricate things you bake and how often you do it because like I I do really like to bake I'm actually baking this weekend I'll have to tell you about it um but I do like to bake but it does feel more of like a big a big show sometimes for me to get it all together and do it I love how you're just like constantly it's almost like every time you sneeze like a cake comes out of your mouth like every time every time you like blink there's a new tart sitting on your counter like I I'm impressed. It's fun. I'm well, impressed. and I like to, so it's funny because it sounds like I just eat constant sweets. And I, I just like to have something in my kitchen that sometimes I eat with a breakfast or sometimes I have with my afternoon coffee or for dessert. Um, and I end up sharing a lot of it too. So I'll like take them to work or I'll give some to my parents when I see them. Or sometimes I've even given stuff to my neighbor. So like, I, I don't, I'm not constantly sitting here eating like an entire cake um, but it's such a release for me, like creatively, I guess. It just feels really nice to like, I don't know, put effort into something that is feels artistic, but also yeah. it's not like you I mean, there's nothing wrong with like uh, other media arts, but I I don't know what I would do if I was like a painter and I had just like endless paintings in my house. I, I like that you get to <laughs> consume it when you're done. You're like, yeah, oh, you cool. get to, yeah, that's so true. That's so true. And it is like a way to be artistic. And also, like, it's really, it's actually like proven that it reduces stress. Like, baking, it can be, I mean, it can be stressful sometimes when your kitchen is messy can after be. it or whatever. But, but it also can be, you know, they call it stress baking for a reason a lot of the time. Like, it can really reduce your stress. So, I, I feel like it's something, and and I know you've got hobbies like this too, where like you can just focus in on what you're doing, the task at hand, and you don't necessarily yeah. have to be thinking about the other things you need to do in the day. It's just like a nice little break where your mind is active and you're trying to problem yeah. solve, uh, but yeah. it's not... I don't know. It's it, it's a break. It's a little scary. Yeah. Yeah. I've, we've talked about that before and I've compared it to reading because I think 
when you're like doing other things sometimes like even watching tv like you can still pick up your phone or you can still do other things but when I'm reading a book like I have to I can't do other things like you have to give it your full attention and for me that's a big like stress release too I don't know why something about it like just calms Mm. me down that is nice yeah I will say I speaking of tv I throughout the day I actually I will feel like I watch a lot of tv but I do it while I'm doing other things um yeah like chores and so I will often put on like tv while I bake um but sometimes I'll like need to pause it or at different points just to make sure that I know what I'm doing um or listen to music I do like have music on in the background um I've tried to embrace silence a little bit more and I think that's been good for me because uh, I always had like just something playing in the background yeah. because I live alone. Yeah. And so it's not like otherwise it's lonely, but it just feels nice to hear other voices. Um, yeah. But yeah, what about you? What do you have on in the background? I usually always have something on uh, in the background, whether it be a podcast, an audiobook, a TV show, uh, or music. Yeah. I really, really like working to music um unless I'm doing something where I really am trying to focus but a lot of the time I can kind of have it in the background and it'll still be fine um but yeah I really I really do enjoy that but yeah uh besides cooking dinner and then some of my nighttime calls that I have um I don't have that many more like nighttime rituals um Mm. I I do have a pretty intense skincare routine and like that's (laughs) just like fun I just find it fun um (laughs) like I find it's a good way to wind down I I'm one of those people like some people can like lay down and their head hits the pillow and they're immediately asleep not me it couldn't be me like I need a while to wind down if I come home from a concert at like 11 at night like I can't just fall asleep you know I need a minute Mm -hmm. and I think like having that night routine first of all like I said I like routine I'm a creature of habit but also I just I, it helps me wind down too. It's like kind of that time. And sometimes I'll really try to like romanticize my life and like put on a candle and put on some jazz music and like drink a tea before bed or whatever. And obviously like your life is busy and you can't always like make it like a romantic version of it. But sometimes, sometimes you can. And I really enjoy doing that. I enjoy like doing little things like yeah. that for myself to make my day um to kind of romanticize my life and make my day I more... love that, though. I think yeah. not enough people do that, and they just are focused on that. And, and it's a it's a way of feeling present. Like, you get to enjoy the current yeah. moment um, and not yeah. just feeling like you've got an endless list of things to do, which you very well may. Um, right. But I like that romanticizing your life. I like the that phrase, too. Um, yeah, I do yeah. a lot of stuff at night besides that like I um, <laughs> I usually bake at night um, or not super super late I try to do it like in the evening um, when I don't have to like cook dinner uh, like a leftover night generally um, mm-hmm. and then I since I'm in grad school that's usually when I'll work on school stuff is at night um, I I mean I do I don't work on school every night and I know we're like trending toward like what we do every week ish yeah um but depending on the classes that i'm in um it's online so i can kind of take it at my own pace it just depends like when things are due um but nighttime is i think the the 
because I'm a night person, it's the easiest time for me to focus on stuff. Um, especially like if I have to read for school, um, I'll try to do that at night. And what else? Um, um, yeah. And then I don't know, just like other hobby related things. Like whenever I've got the time besides like baking, um, sometimes I like to, I like to go on walks at night. Um, I have some like light up gear that I like to wear. I think I mentioned it before on the pod, but like taking a nice little night walk with, um, my guide dog gets her some work to do and we get to, I don't know, walk to the pharmacy or Dairy Queen or something. And, um, that's nice. And then, um, I don't know, play video game, watch TV, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just winding down. Yeah. And, and since you bragged on me for a second about Braille, I'm going to say like Cass is doing so well in grad school Aww. and I think it's so awesome. And I love, I love hearing about all of her projects she's doing and like, um, and I feel like because of how the nature of school is, it's like, sometimes it's a little more slow and then sometimes it's like really crunch time and you're like, I've been working right. on this project for five hours. Like, you know, um, yeah. so I know that that does kind of lead us into like the weekly thing, but no, um, what you're doing at school is amazing. And Aww, so that is definitely something, something awesome that I'm glad you're sharing with the pot that they get to hear about yeah. it. I, I kind of treat it like a hobby a little bit. Thanks girl. I really appreciate it though. But like, um, I like school, which is why I'm doing it. It's I don't not doing it because I really need to. I just think the content is cool and mm-hmm. it's not so intense that I can't, you know, do anything else. And it holds me accountable. Like, sure, I could probably learn some of this stuff online, but I like that I have to turn in stuff. Um, I like that I'm assigned to read things because I don't know if I would do it otherwise. Um, yeah. So it is, it's, I don't know, it's fun for me and who knows what'll happen. I might, I'm trying to graduate next spring, so we shall find out. Nice. So on a weekly basis, what are your, what are you doing in your life, in your day-to-day life that's like a weekly commitment for you? Yeah. So during the school year, so September through May, like the broad use of school year, um, cause my semesters happen whenever, um, I am part of this Bible study that's also kind of online through zoom on Tuesdays. Um, so I do that. I get together with my church friends usually sometime once a week. Um, and I'm trying to think of what else I do. I usually reserve like my my Thursdays like they're my time to either work on like school or try to do chores or something um and I think that's most of what I like do regularly on a weekly basis oh and I go to church on Sunday of course like right right I can think I can think of another thing I can think (laughs) of another thing you do that's bi-weekly Oh, yeah. Well, and of course, like, I mean, well, first, every day I watch a cartoon with my best friend and we send each other Well, memos. yes, of course. But my best friend and I also have this podcast. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's You should check cool. it out. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty cool. Um, yeah, so that's something we don't do weekly, but every other week, every other Tuesday night, we are recording the pod. Um, yes. Yeah, so I also... Let's see. I also go to church on Sunday. Cass and I are also both part of our worship team uh, yes. singing 
on Sundays as well. Uh, not necessarily every Sunday, but quite a lot of them. Um, every other week, I have like a small group through my church that I meet with. I was in a book club, but that recently ended. It was a lot of fun. Not a church book club, a separate book club, but that was a lot of fun. Um, once a week, I volunteer at the library. Um, at my local library and it's a lot of fun and um it's just one hour a week and that's on well i I might not say when it is so people i won't dox myself uh, people coming to stalk me at the library (laughs) um but it is it is a secret day of the week no i'm kidding but um (laughs) I, i do that once a week you know you know what else we both do once a week we water our plants or like i mean sometimes a little more or less than once a week but that i i i we joke that like i mean not it's not a joke it's real watering our plants since we each have so many takes legitimately like 30 30 minutes minutes. yeah at least what did you say you said 30 i said 30 minutes yeah Yeah. 30 i said 30 as well so sometimes i like make it i try to make it fun i like put in my airpods yes i love the airpods i kind (laughs) of like because like here's the thing with having plants like having them is a lot of fun taking care of them can be hard work especially if you're just not in the mood and you're tired or whatever so I try to make it fun where it's kind of my time to like unwind like I kind of make it my time I get to listen to whatever I want on my airpods and I kind of take that 30 minutes to kind of relax while I water and and I actually enjoy it more now that I've kind of changed my mindset instead of like oh I have to water all my plants like I'm like oh that'll be fun to water my plants yeah I just yeah. did that last night, and I also did. I had I had my AirPods in. I was listening to some music. It was really yeah. a nice little moment that my plants and I shared. Oh, beautiful, beautiful! And what time are you typically going to bed? Even though we already did the <laughs> nighttime routine. The yes, yeah, so um, I, I I've said before I'm a night person. I feel like some people might think this is pretty late. But I'm usually going to bed at like one or two in the morning. Um, that's yeah. pretty. T- that's pretty typical for me. And because I get up at like nine nine thirty, I usually get a solid like seven to eight hours of sleep. It's just right. like shifted when the normal time is. Right, um, you're still sleeping the same amount. It's yeah, not like you're being lazy or anything like that. Like you're still yeah. And instead of like waking up early to do some of my housework that a lot of people would do, I just then do it like later in the day, and so. I just think, right. I mean, maximize the time that works for you. Like, if you've got a flexible schedule and you are, like, you prefer the mornings or the nights, like, take advantage of that, you know? Um, yeah. 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 But I what about the, you? I made, the, I made that lazy comment because I feel like there's a lot of judgment coming from people who are morning people. And because I was, I was and still am a night owl at heart. The reason I wake up at eight is because I have a meeting in the mornings that I, like, have to be at. But... <laughs> Like, um, for me, I typically get in bed in the tens, Mm -hmm. but I don't fall asleep until 1130 or 12, um, like around midnight, which still isn't. So like, yeah, I'll sleep usually from midnight to eight, which is eight hours. So, you know, yeah, I try to get my, try to get my solid eight hours. What time or what do you usually do while you're hanging out? I'm usually on my phone, which is not great. I know, I know. But oh, listen, that's kind of my time. It's my it's my time to like do yeah. like, unwind and I'll watch YouTube or do whatever. And um, yeah. So yeah. yeah. Is there I anything you do monthly? There are a couple things I do monthly. I try to make it to the farmers market once a month on Saturday mornings. Oh, 
I love the farmer's market and I get my eggs from there because, um, you know, I love my eggs. Um, <laughs> um, but it's, it's just really fun. It is like generally like if I'm home on a Saturday, I'll try like I, I take that opportunity to like really sleep in. But it, there's something really like romanticizing your life, right? Like there's something really like romantic romantic about going to the farmer's market in the oh, morning. I love the farmer's it's market. Just, it's so I special. recently went and I was able, I, I love it when, I mean, obviously you want to cook everything you buy there. That's the point. Right. But I was able to really like actually use everything I bought there this Ooh. week. Um, I went on Saturday and I've already been able to use most of the stuff I bought. So yeah, it's exciting. I know. I went right before I went to Spain because I actually, I wasn't planning on going, but I, w- I needed to like mail a package, long story, but like <laughs> um, mm-hmm. making this sound super interesting, but it's like the post office is close to the farmer's market. And I was like, oh, I'll just like kill two birds with one stone. And I got, I missed my maple syrup friends because the summer market started and uh. the maple syrup people were back and I bought some uh. and I'm psyched. <laughs> The thing I love about the farmer's market, not to go too long on a tangent about the farmer's market, but when you go, like, knowing where your people that you like are, yes. like, they're, they're, for mine, they're, like, at the same spot, so, like, even though yes. I can't see, like, I know where they are, and I, yes. and I know what I like, and, yeah, I love that so much. I started trying to, like, when I needed something different, I started trying to get in the habit of, like, looking at the map online just so that I knew what was mm. what, because, like, I've been without going, or without looking at the map before, and it's fine, but it's always, like, re- this is, like, visual, right? Like, this is rare. Um, <laughs> it's always, like, so bright. And, you know, I've got Romana with me. She's working. There are a lot of other dogs there, too. So she's, like, a little distracted. I usually have, like, food rewards for her. But I I feel awkward. And I, I don't think I should. But I feel awkward having to, like, stop at every other booth when I'm going there by myself to ask them, like, what they sell. Um, yeah. And then when they explain too much to me, then I feel pressured to buy something I don't need. Oh, I know. <laughs> so um, so I've been trying to, and that's actually helped me a lot. I recently bought some gnocchi from the farmer's market that was delicious, and I don't Ooh. think I would have known about if I hadn't looked online. Well, that's awesome. Um, but the other thing I, the thing I can think of that I do once a month, and I haven't done it since... Uh, March, I think, because I've been out of town every week that it's happened, is the cookbook club at the local library, which I love and is happening in a couple weeks. So I think I still have time to make it to June's. I'm really excited because I miss cookbook club. (laughs) Oh, I miss you going to cookbook club and I'm not even (laughs) involved, but I love hearing about it. It's literally my favorite thing. Even though I couldn't go in April because I was traveling, like, I still used the books that they were using uh, that month, and it was really good. I got some really solid recipes. It was, like, each month has a theme, so April was, like, French food-themed, and I was like, oh, I gotta make some stuff from there. So I did, and and it was great, so cookbook club that's awesome i don't have anything monthly i can think of besides the book club that recently ended that i was Mm. in um i'm about to start another book club uh yeah so i'll i'll have to i'll have to tell you about that later but but yeah so 
I'm glad to be doing another one after mine ended. But um, but yeah, I don't have anything else that's like monthly. Usually my scheduled things are weekly. Um, nowadays in the summer, I'm trying to get in the water at least once a week. My parents have a pool. So I love like swimming, kayaking, Fun. like doing anything in the water in the summertime is one of my favorite things. So I've been trying to do that, but I haven't even been great at doing that with, with travel and things like that too. I so I, I can, I hear what you're saying about that. But, um, but yeah, like typically I feel like our lives, I mean, yes, they are like really affected by Hermansky public syndrome and by our vision impairment and by all of that. But I feel like our just hopefully hearing about our day to day is kind of helpful in realizing that like, our lives are pretty boring, but not boring in a bad way, just boring in a good way, I mean. Yeah. Of like, typical, you know? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I think, like, I changed my ostomy bag, like, once a week, and, you know, that's, that's very, like, HPS-centric. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. of course, like, taking care of my guide dog, because she's a guide dog, but also, like, she's a dog, and so... So a lot of times that doesn't feel like completely centered around my disability. Yeah. Um, so it, it's interesting. Try I don't know. It, our lives can be a little unremarkable in like the best way. Um, and and I think that's also like a big part of adulthood is having somewhat of a un, unremarkable life, but that still brings you joy. Um, yeah just finding pleasure in nice ordinary things and I think we definitely try to make that happen of course like we hang out with friends uh we clean our houses other things that we didn't mention but do um but you know those aren't always like at regular times they're just when they whenever they happen but (laughs) yeah yeah no it's interesting it's like I uh, Cass was you know gone for two weeks and I was traveling for half of that time as well and it was funny when we got back we were kind of updating each other on everything and I was like I feel like so much has happened in these two weeks and also like nothing at all you know and I just (laughs) I feel like that's life like that's life in a nutshell there's always something going on you we stay pretty busy but also you know it we have our like kind of day in and day out mundane times too and that's not always bad I mean that's kind of nice to just have have your routine and and yeah it's and that's why I think it's hard for people to understand how HPS can affect our lives so much and also hardly at all at the same time it's like right you know it's it's that balance and I think we try to like explain that on this pod as best we can but it's hard to explain it to anyone who's not living it how like Mm -hmm. it, it does affect everything it does affect everything in our lives, but not to the point where it incapacitates us or like, or we right. don't have other aspects. So I don't know if I'm explaining that well, but no, I think you are. I think that, I think that if I think you've said this before, um, on this pod, where like if a stranger like stepped into our lives for a day, I think they would feel like it's overwhelming the amount that our disabilities mm. yeah. um, are are part of it. But we are just so used to living with our, you know, in our bodies. And, you know, when we're not super sick for any given reason, it's pretty much just an ordinary day. You know, things that we don't mention are like, 
when I like when I'm doing my laundry, I use my phone to read the care tags on my clothes because mm. I'm an adult now and I don't want them to shrink when I put them in the dryer. <laughs> um, so, you know, like things like that that we do without even thinking about, but are just yeah. part of a regular thing, a regular task, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, if I'm making, like, a freezer meal and I'm warming it up, like, I do use my phone to read those things. And, you know, these are things where we just are able to, you know, accommodate for ourselves. Um, And it doesn't always even take that long. And sometimes we don't even think about the fact that we're doing it. Right. So, yeah. No, that's super interesting. We're on our computers. We've got them zoomed in. Like, we've... Yeah. uh, When we're watching something, a lot of times we'll have the audio description turned on. Um, right. And we, I don't know, there are a lot of ways to, like, facilitate your life that you don't even consider when they're That's just true. part of your life. But I think you hit the nail on the head when you're like, it's it really is because it's all we've ever known um, that we're able to just, like, go through life. I think, yeah, if someone just, like, stepped into our shoes, yeah, that would be, like, really um, hard probably. But, yeah, it is all we've ever known. So, yeah, we're just living our lives. But it's a it's a good time. It's nice. We have a good time. And speaking, I, I wanted to tell everyone that your tomato plant has tomatoes because since we're oh talking gosh. about fun, mundane things. I know. Um, oh, well, I meant to give that update at the beginning, actually. I, yeah, I was kind I of spoiled it for I'm, you, but I'm excited about no, it. No, <laughs> please do. I'm, I'm good. Thank you. I'm growing a tomato plant and it has tomatoes and like some of them are ripe enough to eat. And I just ate my first one y- y- actually yesterday. And mm. it tasted really, really fresh, which I, I, I'm glad it did because, you know, uh, shout out to my neighbor who watered them for me while I was out of town because they would be dead, I'm sure, if she had an <laughs> yes. initiative. Oh, that's awesome. um, Yeah, yeah. And I know your plants are all doing well also. Yeah, which my neighbor also helped me take care of while I was out of town. We love a good neighbor. We love a neighbor. Um, I have an arrangement with my neighbor where, like, I have two parking spots that I obviously don't use daily because I don't have car and don't drive. Um, So um, she... In the summertime, she's got, like, a little two-seater convertible she parks in one of my spots. And in exchange, she has done a lot of, like, work on my patio for me. And so so it was so... Because, like, I I don't know. It's fun to go on vacation and then you come back and you're like, oh, man, I have to do all of these things and catch up with my life. It was lovely coming in and seeing my patio all nice and cleared and she weeded my garden. It was so nice. So nice. Oh, that's so helpful. So helpful. We love. Yeah. I don't know many of my neighbors, but I'm glad I have this one that I do that I can, you know, call upon when things like that come up. Yeah. Well, it's good when, like, if something, I don't know, something emergent comes up to have, like, a quick point of contact. Like, you don't have to be, like, best friends, but just so that they're aware of your existence is nice. it's so true. Um, Very true. But I think that's all we had. Uh, yeah, for I think this we episode. covered it all. Yes, and I hope it gave a little glimpse into our lives. You got to know us a little better, maybe. I hope that you enjoy this while you're doing your routine. Um, I know that we we got a message while we were gone that I feel like we disrupted some of our listeners' routines with our unplanned break. But oh, we will be back. Sorry. 
we will be back in a regular capacity now so yes yes and thank you all for checking up on us when we are gone we appreciate you caring we appreciate you tuning in and um, we're glad that we can be on a consistent schedule to be there for you when you expect it so yeah yeah well thank you all we will see you in two weeks Bye. bye bye